0: Welcome back to That's a Tough One with me, one of your hosts, JD, and the illustrious, magnificent, beautifulest, uh, gorgeous Miss <laughs> Morgan.
1: Nasal Morgan today. Uh, nobody can tell. I'm getting over a little bit of a bug. Uh,
0: not that one bug.
1: No, not the not the bee, big bee bug, but just a little something, something, a little summer cold, unfortunately. Yeah,
0: you get over it. You get over it. You a beast.
1: Yes, with my... My uh, partner in podcasting and in life nursed me back to health, so I, I appreciate that so much.
0: Oh my gosh, I had to do so much. You, you <laughs> were such a horrible patient.
1: Oh, uh, no, okay. You, you were a great patient. You Thank great. you.
0: I was happy to that you were that you got back to health. I'm ha- I was a, a double happy you didn't get that get that big yeah. nineteen. Yeah. Uh Because that's that, that's real serious on these streets.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that should done the digi ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> every day, every day we learn something new.
0: Get new forms, again, new symptoms. I think they said yeah, your, your left testicle pop off. And you, <laughs> you, oh,
1: yeah, okay. I did read it does affect your um your ability to get an erection for some men, mm-hmm. which you know oof. these side effects boy ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. It ain't you know just regular flu. But one thing we've been in the house for the last week. Uh, Because I I was sick. We didn't know. So we were doing a little bit of quarantine and a little bit of just, you know, staying home and be on the safe side. And I really couldn't go anywhere because I didn't have any energy. But it gave us some time to spend time on the internet. And we got some more stories for you guys. We got some more Reddit posts. We got some more current topics, news headlines.
0: Yeah, because current topics, you know, we got a whole international competition going on. And we talked a little about that last time with our girl Caster in South, South Africa.
1: Are we speaking about the Olympics? Uh-huh. We be the Olympics? Okay. The BBL
0: Olympics? No. I
1: see. Oh. Would it be the Olympics?
0: Oh yeah, it'd be the Olympics. I thought you said the BBL Olympics. I'm about the girl. Girl, that's
1: a whole new Olympics. Just in case our listeners <laughs> are listening to this in the, you know, later on in the future.
0: It's it's the 20 it's the
1: Tokyo 2020
0: Olympics happening in 2021. Yes. For all those listeners in 2035 listening right now. <laughs> but I think last time we talked a little bit about um Caster Samaya Mm, I'm sorry Seminiar, sorry, right? Seminaya I'm mm-hmm. sorry for butchering her name Caster Seminaya about how the Olympic Committee basically told her they told all all like if a woman has born with too much testosterone produced too much testosterone they're not allowed to compete within the 400 meters to the mile run right because uh, they said that's where the greatest advantage is gained uh, based on how the oxygen flows from the testosterone some, some weird science shit good recap yeah oh great thank you uh just do a little update on that. Well, one of the runners that were affected, uh, uh, what? I'm a little drunk. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's the country? Uh,
0: Namibia. I don't know why I had a, I don't know why I had Namibia. a. Namibia? Namibia. I don't know why I had just a brain fart, but. Yeah. Basically, it said, um, the headline was barred from 400 meters, Namibia's, uh, Mboma wins silver in the 200 so oh, okay. she she was also one of the women that they, the Olympic Committee said you have yeah. way too much testosterone to compete with other women so you aren't allowed to compete in certain events and she was a 400 meter specialist mm-hmm. that's what her bread and butter was and since um, she was deemed to have too much testosterone they said nope so she said alright I'll just drop down from the 400 to the 200 meter right. race and she was able to win, win silver that's mm-hmm. a great story I think yeah. we can all say that's that's good for her for for the Olympic committee to deny her this opportunity because they deem that her physical body um, just has too many genetic advantages mm. to other people. So,
1: which I mean, I think it's it's unfortunate that like she had to experience that like just something completely out of her control was going to prevent her from being able to see her dream, realize, like, I think for most athletes, you know, get, being, a, being a, able to be on that Olympic stage and even getting a medal is like a dream come true. And we were watching a, um, a documentary about people who do, like, the long-run marathon, so, like, the 10Ks and things like that, and how for a lot of people, depending on where you come from, like, it gives you instant celebrity status in your country, opens up a lot of doors for you you know it makes you financially comfortable for your family and even for like your larger community so for some of these olympic athletes like having an opportunity to run in the olympics is truly like life-changing not only for you but for like the people that you love and you care about so being shut out of the olympics because of like something that you can't help it's got to be devastating so i'm glad that like most people do she was able to like you know fight harder go back train and figure out a way to succeed anyway you know she had to overcome adversity it sucks that she had to do that because she shouldn't have had to do that but it's so really a testament to like when you got talent no matter how somebody tries to like dim your light like, they can't do it you know you just shine harder and you shine through so shout out to her
0: yeah they do their best they do their best, mm-hmm. do their best. Mm-hmm. uh and, cause like we talked about last time it's it's crazy how it just it happens to affect all these all those women from african countries and, but it's great for her cuz this is Namibia N- 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 B- mm-hmm they haven't won an Olympic medal since
1: 1996. Wow! Wow! So, they so almost, what an honor. Yeah,
0: so they almost shut her away from this opportunity. Yeah. But it's it's so oh. great that she was able to go out there, win that one for her home country. For it re- represents her home country, her region, mm-hmm. and really the whole continent of Africa. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, I was proud of her, but unfortunately, uh, just in another. That's not really my first story, but it's my first story. Kind of. Okay. Nah, i will combine both of them. But okay. The, the point is. We had people that didn't like it as much. The,
1: <laughs>
0: the um Oh well wow. the they found somebody want to talk about them. A Polish a former Polish sprinter demands to be a silver medalist be tested to see if she's definitely a woman. wow uh, described him. He's a white male athlete who said this African woman is faster than he was at her age. So she must be a man. Because there's no way she wow. can, she can be... I'm a 40-something-year-old old, old man. Mm. And when I was her age, I definitely couldn't run that fast. So even though she didn't win, just the fact that she's able to go... Mm-hmm. like It's like people have gotten faster throughout time.
1: Right,
0: yeah. And now you're going to tell me a woman can beat my time at the age of 18? Wow. you faster than me at my same age? It's ridiculous.
1: I, so... Just for I don't know if we ever mentioned on the show, we don't usually share the like the news stories with each other before we record. So this is the first time that I'm hearing this story and it's like I'm really shocked. No, I'll take it back. I'm not shocked. I'm really disappointed for her. I'm not surprised. But I think it's really wild that you can come and make a demand or allegation like that and get the publicity. I'm not sure you haven't gotten to the point yet whether or not they're actually considering testing her or not. But it's like, bro, who are you? Who are you to make a demand like that and mm-hmm. to try to snatch somebody's medal or their accomplishment or undermine it? Because you, just, you in your mind, just can't rationalize why this person worked hard and earned and deserved something. You know, like, it's that's just so ignorant and prejudiced and bigoted. And it's like one more... And a long stream of incidents of like this marginalized group won something and now here's somebody like, well, we gotta we gotta review the rules, we gotta look at their birth certificates, we gotta look at their zip codes, we gotta look at this, we gotta like we gotta try to figure out a reason to, you know, strip them of whatever they won or make it so they can't win again the next year. But the whole to me, the whole point of the Olympics is this is a global competition. It should be an even playing field, which even then, even then it's not, because now everybody has access to like the same type of training and equipment. But it's like every country says they best, and some people are just the best. And she was the best. And if you're not going to challenge any other Olympic results, she not doping. She didn't cheat. Yeah. So
0: it's In all athletics, some people are born with the skill to be great. Some people have the work ethic to be great. But sometimes there's somebody who's born with the skill to be great and has the work that it. But when it all comes together, they can be one of the greats. She was gifted with all, with yeah. all that, the heart, the dedication, mm-hmm. and the ability. So right. when you put it all together, I mean, you have the potential to be one of the greatest of all
1: time. And at the Olympics, every time there's an Olympic event, there are surprises. There are upsets. There are first times, like, as we saw in track and field, there was an Italian man who won for the... What did he win for? The 100 or the 200? The 100 meter People were shocked about that. There was um, a different team who won for another track event. Uh, they beat the United States and Jamaica.
0: Yeah, was it... Um, it was the mixed relay. Yeah, the mixed, re- the mixed four by four. Who was it, Poland? Yeah, Poland so like... It event. was
1: Poland. So it's like surprises happen. Sometimes countries win something for the first time. We saw countries win something for the first time in 60 years. Like, it ha- it happens. And it's just the spirit of the games, and it's what makes the games exciting. And I think you go against the spirit of the games from one athlete to another when you pick this woman who's already, like, heavily scrutinized and kind of picked on and bullied, and you say, oh, well, she couldn't possibly. Now we got to get her disqualified from this as well.
0: Yes, cuz even like I said what that former sprinter said, the president of Royal Athletics, uh, Mr. Sebastian Coe, he was saying that uh because she won, they might have to expand that cuz it's just it's probably not right that she won. So instead of so it being a 14 they win. Yeah, now that oh. she won that, he's like, "Well, maybe we should just consider moving into the 200." It's like, "Okay, then you're going to you're just going to move it all the things. That's what you really want." You're saying she 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 can't be a woman because she has elevated testosterone she
1: just she's too talented to be a woman what what the hell does that mean like even if we take a step back they're we they're almost thinking as if african people black people from africa black people from the caribbean from the united states don't win these track and field events every year every olympic event like you know it's not unheard of for any black person to place in track and field so like to me the fact that this screw this heavy scrutiny is on this particular group of women is just has got to be not because not just because they're black but also because they're dark-skinned also because they don't have traditional european features because they present to what they perceive as more manly like maybe you know that's to me it just seems like Obvious racism and misogyny, misogyny misogynoir at play.
0: Yes, because, uh, like I said in the previous podcast, the day it happens to either one of those European countries or a first world country like the United States, they yeah, shut that down
1: so fast. Yeah. If a if a black athlete, or you know what, I don't even say black. There's if an athlete. athlete said, "Oh, uh, Shorty from Poland, she got a square jaw. She she got a flat chest." She got broad shoulders. Are we sure? She maybe got a little bit of chin hair. That's not unheard of. It's people who are, you know, it's it's people who are biological sex women who have facial hair. You know what I mean? For whatever different reasons. Yes, yeah, more hair than me. Or just... yes, yeah, broader shoulders, narrow hips, square jaws. Like it's a lot of reasons why people's anatomy looks and presents the way it does. It's not for you to question their femininity or their womanhood and I feel like it also you know all these questions about like well what is a woman and what makes a woman and stuff that's why we have to kind of dismantle a lot of this stuff because it can always be used like if, if you want to make these strict rules on like what is a woman then you can use those strict rules as like a weapon against other people
0: Every time, every time, it's it, it it's just so bad for me. It's it's sad at the end of the day, especially yeah. for the president of World Athletics to come out to make yeah. that statement. It's like if you don't want to to compete, just say that. Stop trying to name every event. Oh, she did okay in that event. Now, well, I guess we just gotta you're gonna move the goalposts. And that's so all you keep doing now.
1: Obvious, like you guys aren't scrutinizing any other group of athletes like you are these women. Like for goodness' sake. Russia literally was banned from the Olympics and is still shadow competing and placing and winning medals. And nobody is saying, oh, well, we need to make sure we double-testing them. We need to make sure we keep an eye on them. Like, y'all letting these people compete. And I'm not saying punish all athletes for the behaviors of some, but, like, this needs to be something that we drop. Because I think as soon as you start witch hunting and being able to say... Well, she shouldn't got her medal cuz I think she's not really a woman. Okay, well, what is the definition of a woman? How much how much estrogen do you need to have in your system at any time to be a woman?
0: Yeah, cuz at one point in the article, one of the articles, he does describe the the former sprinter of her her the gait of her run and how she was able to accelerate accelerate at the end. How no woman could do that?
1: And that's oh my god, that's so misogynistic. And the fact that you get that legitimized and people are going to stick a microphone in your face and quote you over saying something that ignorant is ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. Golly, it's just like, it's so hard in this world to just wake up and deal with that foolishness every day. And I really applaud those women for getting up and pushing through and and being there. I know that's got to take a toll on you mentally and emotionally that just you can't even celebrate your win because somebody's over here talking about, well, you're not a woman because you are such a good athlete. Obviously, you're not a woman.
0: Yeah, that's completely right. And I got another um Ooh, we got a little setting on her.
1: That did. That really that pissed hurt, that, me that off. That hurt, me a little. That look, it hurt, hurt that, you a little bit. That pissed me off because it's like the roots of, now I'm going to get super deep with it. But just the roots of, like, who makes the rules about what is beautiful, what is feminine, what does it mean to be a woman? And this, for this man to sit there and say, well, you're not a woman because of this and the third, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not womanly enough, so they, that would be impossible. Just sitting, making them feel good about themselves. Well, let me, let me. Trying to make it a little, ease it up a little bit for you. I don't want you to be too <laughs> frustrated the rest of the podcast. Mm, I got, no, got another quick Olympic story that really grinded my gears a little bit. Uh, another former Olympian, he he got upset, but I agree with this upset in this. Oh, the headline, boy. I can't pronounce his name, but former Olympian disputes decision to split men's high jump, high jump gold at Tokyo 2020. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. You heard that one? I did see some people didn't like that, and no. I guess I don't really. I'm not a. I'm not an athletic person. Um, you gotta win, baby. You to win. And I've win. never been. I've never competed on any type of team sport. Oh um, I'm not really competitive in anything except for when it comes to like trivia or something like that. So I don't know what it's like. I, so I guess I'm not, I don't really have the experience to speak on it. But I did see a lot of people were like. That's not the spirit of the game. That's not the spirit of competition. But I did say they were like really good friends. So I'm like, okay, they, they're they friends. They push each other. They respect each other. And they know how much the gold meant to each other. I could get why they split it.
0: So you're just... I, I feel like that goes... Like, like you said, it goes against the competition of the games. It's about winning. There's winners and there's losers. Now, if you in a run, in a running, <laughs> dang,
1: I will okay wait. Yeah. I will argue that if you're a person who made it to the Olympics, you're not a loser. No, and I give, I know what you're saying. You lose,
0: you lost, you lost.
1: You didn't, and, you didn't win. You didn't the win gold. It's called a loss. But you very much show a winner because you're like the top athlete in your country in whatever you do. And you lost that event. Yeah, and that's fine. You you didn't, lost. You, didn't, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't win. No, did you not get gold? Ooh, did
0: the the gold win? <laughs>
1: I think winning is getting to go to the Olympics. Winning is
0: being first. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you even listen, look, watch Ricky Bobby?
1: I think we um, I think we, uh, I have like a fundamental difference in like a difference in opinion about these no, things.
0: <laughs> in athletics, or, when you watch the Super Bowl, is there a winner and a loser? Yes, you, but that's it, different to me. No, no, no. It's di- <laughs> did, did you know that every year the loser of the Super Bowl comes in second place? Yes. They every year they are the second place. That means that yeah. year they're considered the second best team, right. In the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great for them. That should be an accomplishment. Wow, you work so hard. And out of 32 professional teams, you are number two. That's great. But, but uh-huh. first place is to be the Super Bowl champion every year.
1: I guess it's somebody who's never gotten second or third or any place in anything. You've been losing. If I many? got a second, I'm, yeah, fifth place. I'm not oh, an athletic gosh. person. I'm, didn't even enter the competition to, to get a place, but I would still be like, man, I can't believe I made it to the Olympics. I can't believe I got to represent my country. Of course, getting the gold would be the would be the best.
0: You gotta you gotta want it. You gotta want it. It's the, the oh, they wanted
1: it. Like you see the you see the they face. They want.
0: They wanted it, but they were okay. They were okay with settling. Like it's like, hey, you guys want to keep competing or you just want to get gold? They yeah. ins- they ensure that they will just get the gold.
1: And i think that's i think that's the part about it that's like if it, if the competition was over and they're like okay there is no second level then you you split the goal you accept that that's one thing but i do to that point understand the criticism of like in the spirit of competition you could have kept going until one person was a winner and had y'all not been friends
0: yeah if that was just tony tony from the block you like no nah, i want to win
1: yeah, if you if you guys weren't friendly and didn't like each other, like if you were complete strangers, would you have disagreed to split that gold medal? Probably not. No. But the decision is done, you know. Yeah, no.
0: The, the, yeah, the decision is done, but I just don't like it for competition because they 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 did great. They had all their they got all their jumps on the first first try. They had all the same mm-hmm. uh, qualification jumps mm-hmm. all the way to the end, and just the fact that he they. They just jumped. They just decided, like, okay, well, I got gold, so I'm content now. Yeah. Like I'm okay. I'm okay with just not being. I'm I'm a champion, I guess. Mm -hmm. Retired. Can you guys find another medal for me so Mm. I can also wear? Maybe
1: maybe a Danish man will contest the gold, and he'll. He'll say, <laughs> Well, me and my best friend didn't get gold, so it's no way they they won that gold medal legally. <laughs> Test, them. Test them, look at them. Screw not you know,
0: them. I, I think they might have been from Eurocentric country Let me see. Let me double check. I, I know, don't.
1: buddy. Buddy, the one guy um, who split the gold who had those sunglasses on, it was funny because we watched him from the beginning, and I was like, Oh, he's calm. He he asked him like this ain't no thing. He probably gonna go ahead and get that gold medal because it was like light work to him. He wasn't looking stressed, depressed, or, or anything.
0: Yeah, because I can't pronounce your names, but mm. uh, from Qatar and Italy, and you just I don't understand why you would keep you would stop jumping. I mean, at that level, this this, this is what you do. This is how this is how you pay the bills. Good for them. It, it's not good for them. <laughs> You gotta Step on their neck.
1: They they're probably both middle children. They know how to share.
0: Yeah, step on their neck. Go win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to be a winner.
1: I share. I share with my best friend. I I get it. It's like, hey, we can celebrate together. We can be proud of each other. That's awesome.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> There's no we can celebrate. We can just be proud of each other. Yay. Spoken no. like a true only child. No, mm, it's called it's called being a winner.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. So what you got? What you got for us today? Well, I'm transitioning back. Um, talking about a little COVID-related, but not, not anything depressing. <coughs> okay. No, you stop it. Oh, okay. Um, so, I came across a couple of good articles, kind of about the same topic. One from Slate.com, and the other was from Bloomberg. And they're both just kind of addressing, you know, things are opening back up as they've been all summer, I'm sure most of us have seen like different social media posts about people being called back into the office. If you haven't yourself been called back into the office and just how like Americans are dealing with kind of accepting that they are going to have to go back into the office and what that means and how some people are saying, no, I'm not going to go back. And so, you know, some people are deciding that they would rather quit their actual jobs than work remote. And so, um, that's what the slate.com article is about and it was published at the end of July. So I think a fairly good amount of companies are transitioning back into the office, uh, full time. If, If they haven't already, they probably will at some point, you know, um, this summer transitioning into the fall. But a lot of people are saying that things like the lack of having to commute, a more flexible schedule, um, a more casual dress code are just some of the reasons why they're actively considering like quitting leaving the workforce or finding fully remote jobs instead of transitioning back into like that traditional 9-5 to office setting. And so, um, you know, this is a curiosity to a lot of journalists, a lot of managers, HR people, business owners. And so um, one person they interviewed basically said that you know they went 100 percent remote uh in 2020 and they felt they were more uh productive and effective mm-hmm. and when their boss said no you have to be back in the office a hundred percent they quit their job within a month they were gone mm-hmm. and you know the boss said it was impossible to be flexible and they said they took a five thousand dollar pay cut but they found a job that they were um, remote, full-time, and they said so they are happier than ever. And so a lot of people are including uh, the option to work from home in their negotiations, like alongside benefits and pay and PTO and things like that. They're like, well, you know, what percentage of the time, if at all, am I going to have to be in the office? So a lot of people are saying they're, you know, they're quitting. They want to... Um, pick and choose other you know other jobs other resources available to them and they said after spending a year and a half out of the office they just can't see themselves going back so what do you think about that
0: i think these companies need to mind got some business. <laughs>
1: and, and, and th-
0: th- there's a compromise to be made mm-hmm. and i understand that they want to micromanage the employees they're like we let mm-hmm. you guys get a whole year Doing your own things, I know you got your work done. I know you were still able to work effectively, but I couldn't watch you. So how am I supposed to trust that you were doing it the way I, I wanted to, even though I saw it being completed right. and the end result was correct? They, <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, they
0: just they just want to mic they just want to micromanage, and it's, it's crazy because it seems like the easy solution would be a hybrid schedule. If you told them, all right, you got to come into the office. To every Tuesday and Wednesday we're yeah. here or Wednesday and Thursday you have to come mm-hmm. into the office no ifs and buts about it mm-hmm. um, You it would probably a lot of those people that are, are trying to transition from those jobs will be like you know what that's fair I'll stay on the job it's, I still spend most of the week at my mm-hmm. house but now I'll just come into the office for those two yeah. days just to see everybody whatever your job title or position is you mm-hmm. can get all your training done when you come in it's
1: like that all or nothing mentality of like I'm not even gonna try to be flexible with you and work with you, you know. Yes, and
0: you're gonna you, you're gonna lose somebody. Now you gotta try to hire somebody else. You have to try to retrain them. Right. You, and keep the talent you have. If the if the talent mm, you have is mm-hmm. good, what's the point of alienating it? So mm-hmm. now, okay, I gotta try to <laughs> I gotta get somebody. Yeah. I gotta hire. Them. I have to train them. Hopefully, they're just, hopefully they're at least almost mm-hmm. just as good. Now, if you get a worse employee, then it's like, well, yeah if only I was a little flexible, I could have had somebody that did a way better job than what I'm getting now. Because mm-hmm. if, it, if it takes you on the second or third try to find somebody that was just as good, think about all the productivity you lost. Money, just to,
1: time, energy, yeah.
0: Just to try to find somebody.
1: Yep. And um, I know for me, prior to when we transitioned to um, like doing virtual therapy and working virtually, virtual research and everything, I was probably spending about $25 a week on gas. And then I didn't eat out. I didn't like buy my lunch out often, but I probably was spending, you know, thinking about like stopping at Starbucks as I was driving around town and and doing different things. I may have spent $20, $30 a week on little things I was picking up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe buying dinner. If I didn't, if I was getting home late, didn't have time or didn't have the energy to cook anything. Just thinking about, like, the amount of money that you spent on. Oh, my, my work shoes look a little worn out. Got to buy some new work shoes. Got to buy a new this. Got to buy a new that. That's a, and then, you know, office parties People having uh, birthdays, holidays, all that type of stuff. I saved so much money last year just not having to engage in the like all the stuff around work gas parking permits or you know all those things maintenance extra maintenance on my car like took my car in to get an oil change they're like oh have you been driving this not really <laughs> you know like it's even just not having to think about so much like what am I going to wear how am I going to present myself you know like I can. I don't have to spend as much time on hair and makeup. I can put on some comfortable pants. I don't have to necessarily wear shoes. I don't have to commute in the snow or the rain or anything like that. Like there's so many benefits. Um, even just being at home to like prepare your own lunch or dinner. Yeah, you can have you your know?
0: food right there. You can have mm-hmm. the leftovers. I don't. You don't have to try to pack it in a special way so you can try to get it to work. Yeah. The heat it in that dirty microwave.
1: <laughs> right, like. <laughs> It's, some, it's a lot of benefits, even just like you working in between meetings. I used to see like in between sessions, I would have maybe other like therapists pop into my office. They would maybe ask me questions about a case or the administrative assistant would come in and or walk, we would get walking in clients and I would have to like shove a cracker in my mouth real quick. I wouldn't have time to eat lunch because it was back to back to back to back as opposed to working virtually. Where if I needed to take a break, I could get out, go outside, get some fresh air, or I could turn on some music while I work. You know, different types of things. Yeah, you
0: don't have to worry about some your boss seeing you not pretending to work on a computer. <laughs> yeah. Like when you, especially when you work in you know office setting, you're like, yeah. if I don't look busy, they're gonna they're gonna get me. But it's like I'm still doing the work. Exactly. Just because I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed trying to calm down and enjoy the day. Like are you like you having too good of a time? Mhm. It, it's 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 ridiculous.
1: Just getting being able to get up and go, you know, get up, go to the bathroom when you want to. And I mean, I I've seen people even say stuff like I'm at home, I can fart. Mm-hmm. If I'm working and I don't have to worry about holding my fart in all day and offending my coworkers, <laughs> you know. Or I can eat fish if I want to. I can't take fish to work and put it in the microwave, but I can eat my little stinky fish at home. Whatever I want to do. And of course, like there, there are things that, that I might have missed about interacting with coworkers every day. But I mean, just the the, the money that was saved and the comfort that I had at home, like. Any little thing I needed to, to soothe my anxiety, whatever it was. It was like, you know, right at my fingertips. I wasn't as drained. And I can only imagine, you know, for people who have kids, like, we talking about a whole nother level of of benefits, you know.
0: Yeah. It just seems like the hi- a hybrid schedule at least would just be so much so beneficial to the you know, the the employee to the mental health of the employee which in turn would help the employer right in all their future endeavors it's, it's almost right. like if you treat people decently decently so blah, 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 they'll be able to provide better service to you to help the company
1: first of all explain to me why this job that i have been doing if if i had been able to successfully do my job without coming into the office or a year and a half or coming into the off like for me for certain things like assessments with clients it is it's better to do them face to face so you i may have had to go into the office once or twice a month um and then for other things i may have to to interface with people one-on-one but of like 80 percent of my job i was able to do virtually and i was actually able to see some clients that i would not have been able to see because having the virtual option made Then be able to like schedule therapy during times when they would have been in the car commuting, and then of course some people like they need to be in person for therapy because they just benefit from having like another body in the room. So I think having like you're saying having the option depending on what your job is is better. But can you if you insist on making me come back to the office, tell me why these things I've been doing virtually for a year and a half I can't do virtually anymore?
0: Yeah, like please please show me how the productivity. Has gone down don't say well it seems like seems not something that statist- statistically is happening it seems just right. your opinion man and you can easily look up right. the numbers to, to the productivity that's going down so much that you gotta that we need you in five days mm-hmm. a week that's the only way this company's going to function
1: so the Atlantic actually had a really really good article about just like what's going on with this push to make people go back to working from home. Uh, And it was called Why Managers Fear a Remote Work Future. And so they recommend every business leader should ask themselves a few questions before demanding their employees return to the office. Prior to March 2020, how many days a week were were you as a manager personally in the office? Number two, how many teams did you directly interface with? What teams did you spend the most time with? Number three, did you have an office? Four, what is office culture? Because that's a big reason a lot of people say, well, you got to come back to the office for office culture, for this, for that. Number five, has your business actually suffered because of remote work? And if so, how? Specifically, how? And so um, they said that, you know, remote work, the reason why managers don't like it is because it empowers people who produce and disempowers people who, like, are the go-betweens. So like if I'm an accountant and I'm crunching numbers and you're just a floor manager you're just making sure that everybody stays productive but if I'm working from home and my productivity my productivity is increasing then what do what does the company need you for
0: yeah, yeah. That's that, that, that's a that's great. That's great because a, a lot of these supervisors, and managers, they're not going to have positions at the end of the day because it's like exactly why, what's what's the why do you exist? Mm-hmm. If I, we're all doing our work from home and we give it to the person above you, right. all the work goes into the this, this, this the com- computer bank, right? And uh, you, they really don't need you anymore. Like, what do you do? Right. <laughs> so
1: if I can meet. If we can have a Zoom meeting with with the whole team, so I don't have to meet with my manager and then the manager meets with the higher ups. If everybody can meet, I can explain to you what I'm doing. I can drop it in a you know an Outlook and Microsoft Teams. I can drop it in a Google Doc. We can all review it live and we can move forward and we can make a decision about it. What do I need this manager for? What are you producing? Like even now, everybody is. At this point if you're working from home you for the most part caught up on a lot of computer technology that some people were lagging behind on so like my a lot of those skills have grown in the last year
0: mm-hmm. they're going to have a it's a lot to think about That's a lot to think about it's a lot yeah gonna hire us who's losing their job they're like oh i'm not important anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're going to ask what well, now what were you doing it's like well i got the files in the folder yeah
1: And I think an interesting point they made is they said um, workers are happier because they don't have to commute, of course, but also because they can be evaluated on their actual work rather than the optics-driven office culture, which is largely based on either the HR handbook or, you know, your whatever your boss or manager sets. And I think for a lot of people, like, just the mental toll of not having to, like, Oh, I gotta make small talk. I gotta come in and smile. If I don't smile and I'm not friendly with everybody, when I go in for my review, they're gonna say I'm not a team player. They're gonna make a comment about you know my pants are too tight or you know some oh you you didn't smile at Barbara and Barbara's feelings were hurt and like all those all that extra BS mm, of like mm. office culture.
0: Yeah, cause I don't want to eat no cup no stale Walmart cupcake <laughs> at Rebecca's. A 54th birthday party. I don't want to eat it. Why are you making
1: me? You know what I don't want to do? I don't want to give nobody no $5, but for somebody who I don't like. (laughs) I don't want to sign their card. I don't want to buy your child's nasty chocolate. Now, if you got that good chocolate, you got that good popcorn, you got Girl Scout cookies, I'll happily buy that. But I don't want to buy everything that you put out Barbara and I don't even like you, Barbara. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna I don't wanna hear about your vacation, Barbara. Yeah. Otherwise I'm getting rid of cause I'm quote unquote mean to you. Yeah, so talking you know? to me.
0: I'll never talk to you. Don't gotta talk to me. I don't want a magazine subscription. Nobody has magazines.
1: And I don't wanna get food poisoning from the potluck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't wanna do any of that and I shouldn't have to because I can do my I can do my job and do it well, but you as a manager what are you producing if you aren't managing me and my co-workers and scrutinizing us so it's like you can't see my shoes you can't see my nails and my makeup and all that type of stuff up close like I can plop on whatever I want to pop on my head for this 45 minute zoom call Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I don't have to sit in traffic for an hour and 20 minutes to get to work and pretend like I want to be there. They like, they
0: like that part though. They like that part. <laughs> Keep them down.
1: I can drink my little iced coffee. I don't need, like, I can come into work and I have to hire my iced coffee because you won't comment on that or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, like, I just tell me, you about you're drinking iced coffee. You know, it's not, like. you, you be a minute late. you be about a minute or two late. You had your little Starbucks or whatever. You know, it's like, what well, did you stop and get? You stopped and got coffee? Yes, because I need my caffeine. <laughs> to get through the day
0: we might need to be on time i don't know if I no I'll, on be on time.
1: Time. Yeah. I'll
0: be on time i'll be on time i'm about to get a little less, especially
1: <laughs> my old job. yeah yeah my, my um my high
0: up had to say hey, i need you to i need you to come on time i'm like
1: i try mm-hmm. that I was, was a, that was that was a show for you
0: oh no i'm talking for you like when i first started i was i was
1: chronic i used to be pushing you out the door oh yeah it was but I mean, I know even for me, some, like a, this is a small thing, but some some people can relate. Sitting in an ice cold freezing office all day is so miserable. And it's like the fact that I got to bring sockies and a shawl and some people bring space heaters to work. Like when I'm at home, I'm working from home. I can have my air, my heat, how I want to have it. Mm-hmm. I can wear my house shoes. You know, some people have like things that they like to... Wear for anxiety or a stress ball or whatever that you can't have on the floor at work. I could listen to my podcast about interruption while I'm working. Like, it's just so many benefits to working from home. But to your point, I agree. Like, if a person wants a hybrid option, because some people are extroverts, they, they like to be around other people, they like to work as a team. Um, You know, depending on what type of work you do, certain clients want to be face to face. I think it's good to have the option. But I think that I completely understand why some people are like. Well, I'll just quit then.
0: I feel like there's there, there there's just more people. It's just not. It's so it's just so much more beneficial. Mm-hmm. And one one day they'll understand that. Hey. Yeah. Just just do something good for the employee. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, a happy employee is it makes everything run better.
1: Yes, and so I feel like instead of offering some of the things that they're doing and try to entice people to come back in you know, we'll we'll give you lunch, we're gonna cater food, we're gonna put a ping pong table, all these uh, laundry services, all these little perks to make people feel better about coming into the office. But I think that people realize like, hey, we all hated office culture, right? We all hated these like little things about being micromanaged and these performances we had to put on for our jobs and we realize we don't have to do that and I can still get paid because at the end of the day I'm not here like even though we all like to pretend you have the same interviews like I'm here because I love this I love working for, for this paper company or whatever like I'm here to get a paycheck so I can pay my bills and I can live my life like obviously some people are doing jobs they really love and they really find fulfillment in but I'm here to do something for you in exchange for money so I shouldn't have to like play all these office games to keep my job
0: yeah see i was like i enjoy my job i enjoy doing it um i'm able to do it effectively from home Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give you the same work right as long as you give me the same or increased check (laughs) and everybody wins it's like they don't want you saving money also on all those expenses that you use to get the work and all those clothes to buy Mm -hmm. like no no no
1: They don't, and even also like my last thing is we, we wrap up this this um this point but just like you going to work and your boss asking you, Oh, since you're here, can you stay can you stay over? Somebody called off, we need you to stay. You working from home. Oh well. I'm hey, the zoom meeting is over, I'm hanging up. Computer is off, I'm not answering no more emails, I'm done. You know? So I mean whew. I'm not There's certain things I'm looking forward to about going back to the office There's Certain things I'm dreading I don't want to wear pants with a zipper I'm not trying to put back on those dress shoes But I am looking forward to You know Getting out the house Walking around Getting exercise Making a little bit, a little bit of small talk Not too much but a little bit of small talk Only a little bit mm-hmm.
0: And about small talk what, really you want to talk about? what I want to talk about has nothing to do with what you talked about. <laughs> but the Washington Washington, what, the what? That's what's wrong? Man, mm. we the goose.
1: We did. We had we had a day. We went to go see Suicide Squad. Mm. We had a couple drinkies. A couple
0: drinkies. Day. I mean, a couple. A couple. A couple. Look light over there. Um, but the Washington Football Team has banned Native American headdresses from its stadium.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: they just announced it early this week on August fifth. On the Washington football team formerly known As the Washington Redskins mm-hmm. uh, Since they dropped the name Last year after everything that was happening In the summer of 2020 They decided to finally get a little act right And say you know what Native American people A lot of them don't like to be called Redskins
1: <laughs> so, so, Yeah I would. I can see I can understand why that is
0: I can completely understand why that is And can it,
1: I tell you something dumb
0: <laughs> it's, it's not dumb if everybody can hear it
1: no it's dumb I was like w- you know what the Washington because I know we, we kind of talked about this a little bit uh, like casually earlier hmm. I was like oh what well, I, I like the name Washington football team but if they want to change it why don't they change it something like the Washington Patriots and I was like oh well number one <laughs> it's not Washington D.C. and number two there's definitely already a football team called the Patriots where, so wait baby what did you say it wasn't it's Washington is the Washi- Washington State, right? Or is it Washington DC? It's Washington State, right?
0: Washington State only has one f- football team and that's Seattle Seahawks.
1: Wait <laughs> <laughs> We
0: we got more things we need to discuss right now.
1: <laughs> Wait, so the Washington football team is is DC's football team? Yes, yeah,
0: it's DC's football team.
1: That's so crazy. <laughs> because to me I'm like, I'm thinking about the western half of the United States, like there, I know there are, like, a lot of uh, Native people who live in that part of the country. A lot of traveling still over that there. That I would associate more so with, like, yeah, than, than D.C. Not to say that, of course, like, Native Indigenous people live everywhere because this is their original home. But what? Bro, name was something. <laughs> it's a lot of black. Name <laughs> it a black name. Name it the Washington Chocolate Thunders. D.C. What? like
0: a black strip club. Black man strip club. a (laughs) city. No, they ain't
1: going to do that. No, they ain't going to do that.
0: It could. They're not.
1: The Washington, the Washington, uh, wigs, politicians, something. Capitol Hills. Yeah, um, (laughs) last
0: last year there were a lot of people coming up with names. Um, one of, well, these were fan names, uh, I think one of them was the Red Tails, Washington Red Tails. Mm. But it isn't. After the Tuskegee Airmen? Yeah. that That doesn't seem to make sense because they are in Washington. Right. Um, But it's still a cool name if they did choose to have it. And also, it's
1: just so much history in D.C. for them to not be able to come up with a. Even though I don't think there's anything wrong with the Washington football team, I think it's kind of like a cool name, but like, it's so much history in D.C. The Washington...
0: Another name was the Federalists. Ooh,
1: yes. Or the Federals. Ooh, okay. The, Federal, yeah. the Federalists. But well, the Federalists is, a, is like a conservative newspaper, so I can see that yeah. maybe one. Well, no, to... I, I
0: meant to say Federals, but I went all in.
1: Federals. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't hate
0: that. I don't hate it. Uh, I, and some people said the Guardians, but actually the Cleveland... Formerly the Cleveland Indians, they just changed their names this year to the Cleveland Guardians... And they were able to quickly transition mm-hmm. and decide we're going to... They already dropped their mascot. Uh, I can't remember his name. Wahoo. Oh. The real offensive baseball with the headdress. Ooh, yeah. That yeah. bad. Yeah, but they, they dropped that imagery a couple years ago. And they just decided, hey, they probably they thought it out with their whole team. Changed it to the Guardians. Bam.
1: They just changed it into the Washington-Smithsonians. Something. I mean, that's a point. <laughs> the Smithsonian's in DC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. That's...
0: I mean... It can work.
1: Oh, man, I love D.C.
0: There's a lot. The Washington White House, I don't know. There, there's a lot of options they have, and it's weird that oh they dropped the name last year, and even now they're like, well, in 2022 we're going to drop it. Uh, you still haven't come up with a good enough name to replace your team name yet?
1: Yeah, pick something. Do it. Let, let some little kids or some schools pitch nicknames or whatever. I don't know. That like, might
0: be one of those Chocolate City schools that you trying to pitch a name. Yeah. <laughs> Um, mm. But I think the good it's good that they banned the Native American headdresses and imagery because it's it's such a I, I don't understand all the history behind that that piece mm-hmm. that piece of um that the headdress yeah but it seems like they shouldn't be wearing it to the football games doing the tomahawk shop.
1: no and I feel like if you're one of those people it's like well this is a tradition we grew up doing this. That's some traditions die.
0: Lynching's more a tradition too, but you probably shouldn't do those all the time.
1: It's I promise you, it's not gonna kill you to not be able to do the, the tomahawk chop and other those those other little racist mouth sounds and things like that. Like you'll move on, you'll form a new tradition, you'll enjoy that one, but it's not worth offending a large group of people who actually have like a really cool, interesting valuable history that we don't learn to so just take that one little piece and like make a cartoon out of it or a Halloween costume out of it. Um, you know, much in the same way that people are like and I'm not saying this is a one-on-one comparison but if somebody was like had a, a athletic team called like the so-and-so priests and they were running around in like priest vestments and nun garb and stuff like that, people would be offended.
0: Mm-hmm. They'd be like, how dare you do that to my-,
1: my my belief system my culture you know or whatever so like I, I get it it's just you know time moves on we're supposed to get better with time we're supposed to learn and, and grow and do better and 50 years from now you know like Major League Baseball those teams changed names a lot before they got to be where they are today and it, it happens
0: and it's it's a crazy thing because it it seems the 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 professional teams are the ones that have the hardest time changing their names because um, the college team a lot of the college teams that either had offensive names or had names based off Native American imagery they in like yeah, 70s, like, yeah, like yeah. the seventies and eighties they completely. We're we're done. Yeah. We're not gonna use those names. I can't ooh, I can't remember what Syracuse name, but I know they had one that was like, Ooh, we need to change this. Uh, let me see. But yeah, there were a lot of schools, I think Mm -hmm. Stanford also, they they just said Yeah, no, this isn't the way to go.
1: Just like we it's a lot of names that we used to name People like you, just human beings, and we don't name them anymore because we're like, oh, these are these are stupid names. We just people. You as a culture, you grow out of things and you move forward and you move on. And I think I know that change is hard for a lot of people, but flexibility is a skill that we all need to work on, and we all need to grow into, and just float with the you know with the changing tide and the, the changing times. It will be okay. Like, you can still love that football team, no matter what the name is that it's called. It's still in your city. It has not moved yet. So, you know, everybody will be okay. We promise.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not going to hurt you. We, all the promise, double promise. Because even other schools, like, who was it? Wisconsin Lutheran, they're the Warriors, but they had Native American injured. imagery. University Salt Lake University of Utah Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. They had to change. It. They changed it from the they were known the Redskins, but they changed it to the Utes prior, in the in the seventies. Like it's just so many schools
1: mm-hmm.
0: that said, "Hey, let let us let, let, let's, let's think about what you're doing." And for these professional teams to not have, use the same level of sense, mm-hmm. to maybe this isn't the way to get this done. This is. Can be better.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's all good. So, so some of them got their act right. What are they? Got? The Apaches. I huh? guess. I don't think you get that. They changed. They two thousand and one. Illinois Valley Community College. Oh, y'all was late. God damn.
1: <laughs> Shit.
0: I'm looking at these names. Nah, these. I gotta watch these. Indiana Indiana State University Chief. Okabachi Okobachi mm. 1989 Yeah, I had some There some question marks out there guys mm-hmm. There were definitely a lot of
1: questions But
0: yeah, You got something new for us? I do You do?
1: Uh, Alright, so What you going so, to tell us today, girl? Well, like I always do for our final story mm. We will be heading over to Reddit And this is a doozy They doozy? This was a doozy <laughs> one that I actually had to do some digging to refine because it was deleted but it was so good Mm -hmm. that I felt we had we had to talk about it Mm -hmm. so it's a little long the read is a little long but I think it's worth hearing the details straight from the OP's mouth you ready I think I am am I the asshole for getting rid of the dress my wife wanted to wear to my son's wedding Mm-hmm. All right, so right, just off the title, gut reaction. Gut reaction. You the
0: asshole. You can't. You can't get rid of your your wife's dress.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She needs that. What's she gonna do? Go naked?
0: Have nipples <laughs> now? Pepper <laughs> up to everyone?
1: No, no. All right. My current wife was my affair partner when I was married to my first wife. Mm-hmm. Let's call her Sarah. Sarah and I split six years ago when she discovered my infidelity and I moved my current wife in. Honestly, too soon, but I didn't want to live alone. I do have remorse over what I did to Sarah. She got remarried a couple years ago and I wish her the best. Good job, Sarah. My wife hates Sarah because she feels that she has an attitude with her, which I don't see. But maybe I'm just blind. Sarah and my wife were very close before the affair, and my wife feels that Sarah thought she was better than her because of her education and career. That does kind of sound like Sarah, so I will give my wife the benefit of the doubt. Mm. When Sarah moved out, she left a lot of stuff. We didn't discuss it. I didn't have a problem with her coming back for it. The issue is, when my wife moved in, she would not let Sarah come back. I did give Sarah some heirloom jewelry um, that my wife tried to steal, but Sarah did not seem to care about the clothes. My wife caused drama over it, and Sarah makes very good money and says she would buy more clothes. It wasn't worth it. Over the years, my wife has worn Sarah's clothes, which I find odd. I can somewhat see the hiring stuff, but seeing my wife hanging out in Sarah's pajamas freaks me out a bit. A couple of years ago, we traveled for my daughter's destination wedding and my wife wore a bikini in front of Sarah that I had bought for Sarah. Sarah's new husband already thinks I'm a joke and made some comments. It was humiliating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You different, boy. You are a different, boy.
1: Um, can I just say anytime somebody uses the word humiliating, that is so funny to me. <laughs> I know it shouldn't be funny, but it's funny. Devastating I was devastating. Um, so my to continue, he says, My son got married last weekend and my wife uh was gonna wear a dress Sarah had left behind but she had never worn. It is an expensive dress and my wife swears she just likes it. But I asked her to save it for an event Sarah won't be at. Nope. She insisted on wearing it to the wedding, so the weekend before the wedding, I took the dress to a donation center. When my wife realized what I had done, she broke down crying and said that she didn't have anything to wear, which isn't true, but I offered to take her shopping. She refused and was very upset the day of the wedding and told me that I had humiliated her because Sarah always looks perfect and she had to throw her look together last minute. So, so, is he wrong?
0: No, he's not wrong. He's hundred percent right. He's trying to save his wife. First of all, first of all, because you said Sarah, uh, his new wife used to be his ex wife's friend.
1: Sarah and the new wife were friends. So let's call the new wife uh, what you want to call her. Cray. Cray. <laughs> Sarah and Cray were friends. And Cray and the husband had an affair,
0: and then ended up getting married.
1: And they ended up getting married. Sarah moved out, and she also is now married.
0: First of all, based on those statements, it's obvious that Cray was obsessed over Sarah's life.
1: I feel like there was jealousy on the part of Sarah's husband and her friend because he says things like. Well, Cray thought Sarah was better than her because of her education and career. And that does kind of sound like Sarah. And then he also talks a lot about, like, Sarah had nice things. And Sarah this and Sarah that. It's like both of y'all are kind of... It's almost like you guys both think that Sarah is better than you. Yes. And maybe that's why you had the affair. And maybe that's why she agreed to sleep with Sarah's husband. Because a part of it was like, well... I'll, maybe I'll be as good as Sarah if I can have her husband.
0: Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna be better than her finally. I got yeah. her husband. But it's like, no,
1: you're the joke. Both of y'all are the joke, and that's why you get laughed
0: at. Yeah, you don't get laughed at. You gonna wear another woman's bikini? And it's not your friend? Like, you understand? You go to a trip, hey, I'm out, my, I My don't have any bikinis to wear. I wore mine yesterday. after washing. You know what? I got a spare bikini. Maybe. Yeah. You, this, is, this is your husband's ex-wife's old bikini i don't don't know
1: right and y'all are no longer friends anymore so this is not not like wearing a friend's clothes this is Mm -hmm. like a woman first of all first of all the clothes are six years old so they're not in style anymore no like some things are timeless yes like a bikini you probably can get away with that but like you're wearing this woman's pajamas you didn't have your own pajamas
0: like she went and peed and pulled her pants up in those same pants.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: Like I don't took you know like honestly she don't took a shit. I mean yeah. you wiped your ass, but I mean you still took a shit. And she don't wore them pajamas roaming around having sex with your current husband, pulling off those pajamas.
1: I feel like it's definitely a lot of jealousy on Cray's part because. You were, the per- you were the other woman. You're the person who violated somebody's marriage. Of course, the husband had a lot to do with it. But, like, for you to turn around and then not let this woman back into her home to get her belongings is extremely deranged and messed up. So, you're, you're not even ashamed or embarrassed of the fact that you cheated on your friend. Like, you cheated with your friend's husband. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah probably further humiliated y'all by being so gracious. She was gracious enough to walk away from the marriage, left you with the house, left you with all of her clothes. All she wanted was the jewelry that meant something to her. So she already proved to be classier than you were. She let the clothes go. Mm. She exited the marriage. Got a new husband. Probably was better than her current husband because he was a hater. He was jealous of her. Yeah. Probably on a guy who was actually on her level and deserves her. And then she still socializes with her ex-husband and her friend who are now married so she's again showing that she's like a good person to put up with that and see you in her freaking clothes and don't knock your wig off you know what i mean like she's every time y'all see sarah you're you reminded of how much she's she truly is better than you like you thought she was better than you and then she proved it and now even the her new husband is laughing at y'all.
0: Yes, like you have you have to tell your wife that it's not cool. Like, she, cause you, you mm-hmm. some somewhere deep in her brain, she thinks it's okay. I'm just gonna wear these clothes. What's the? They're just clothes. No, that's she, that know why she, doing it. I, she know why she's doing so she it. She know why she's doing it. She
1: want to be Sarah. You want to be Sarah so bad. And he want to be he want to be with Sarah, but he never thought he was good enough to have Sarah.
0: Well, now you get to be with the girl who want to be Sarah. You got Sarah too. So,
1: you got a bootleg Sarah.
0: You, you got, you got the Sarah. you got the Sarah Genesis, and you could have had the Sarah, Sarah Saturn.
1: Right. You had Pacific Rim, and now you got the... What's the bootleg version? Like, Atlantic Rising or yeah. whatever. <laughs> you got
0: Atlantic Rising. Right. Like, you could have had Jaws, but you got Sharknado.
1: I think it's just you took so many... You you and that woman proved why y'all deserve each other, because both of y'all are losers. Like, you are a just Sarah... You did something really foul to Sarah. Neither one of y'all really apologized or seemed to be like try you treated her like she was the bad guy. She moved on. She's gracious. She comes to the events of Charlie at her children's wedding, you wear her bikini. And you know she was she thought she was doing something walking down that beach in that woman's bikini.
0: Bro, uh, her she told like if you you tell your new husband she's wearing a bikini that I used to own Rug. I understand why he was rolling, man.
1: Could you imagine if when me and you got together and we moved in together, I was like, oh, yeah, here's a closet full of somebody else's clothes that I used to date. <laughs> and we gonna, you're going to wear them, and then we also going to see him, and he's going to see you in the clothes <laughs> that he oh, used to own. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, <laughs> and he will clearly be able to recognize yes. Oh
0: my gosh! And it's six years ago. Like you said, mm. those are old. I mean, not, not not they're old. Like you said, certain high end yeah. clothes are gonna gonna hold up, but like the pajamas. So she's probably the wearing... pajamas.
1: So it's like not even Sarah's not even seeing you in the pajamas, but you're like literally cosplaying as Sarah.
0: Yeah, and like you, you you're wearing dresses that aren't in style anymore. That's still in that color.
1: It's like you're you're dressing up like. You're dressing up like Sarah because I think you know that's what your husband secretly wants, mm-hmm. and so you put on Sarah's pajamas and you like in a bed trying to seduce him. It's like, well, no, he he had Sarah, he blew it. He yeah. couldn't he couldn't maintain that relationship.
0: Now he got crazed
1: in his wife's old pajamas. So mm-hmm. what are what they saying under top comment? YTA because of how you treated and keep treating Sarah. You deserve everything coming your way from your drama-prone wife who's pulling all these sons on purpose to torture her. And somebody said, um, when he said, my wife feels like Sarah has an attitude around her, like, well, yeah, because people are usually petty around um, their cheating partners and their willing affair partners. Yeah. Yeah, you had, like, Sarah doesn't have to be friendly to that woman. Like, you were my friend and you slept with my husband. And now you're married to him. And you wouldn't let me come back in my house and get my belongings. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl.
0: <laughs> like, can I get my clothes?
1: You said no. What do you... What are you, <laughs> you want me to give you a compliment? Like, girl, that dress is cute. Where you got that from? Oh, girl, your closet. I, w-
0: I would go... I, if I was Sarah, I would give a compliment. That looks so good. I remember when I bought it.
1: Yes. And somebody said... um, he only did this because he was embarrassed by the comments Sarah's husband made last time his wife pulled this. Yes. He didn't like being the butt of the joke and he wasn't about to allow another opportunity and somebody <laughs> replied and said, he will probably always be the butt of the joke because that's the type of person he is. Yeah, you're a loser. You're a loser, bro. Why didn't let it... It's like he... It,
0: it, and, she, and she don't even realize it. That's that's the crazy part. I mean, she, she a loser too, so I understand yes. why she don't realize it.
1: Yes, yeah, like the fact that you could have just given Sarah her clothes back mm-hmm. and stood up to your new wife before you even married her and say hey look we had an affair the least we could do this is my house you don't own this house Sarah can come in here and get her clothes mm-hmm. you didn't do that mm-hmm. so what's that say about you
0: the oh boy different man they got different they got a different type of household hopefully they can they can work it out hope they don't see Sarah as much.
1: Yeah, now that the wedding... But I mean, Sarah... like, To me, Sarah is like the ghost that's always going to loom over your relationship because both of you guys think about Sarah, I guarantee you, way more than she thinks about you. Mm -hmm. Because you literally are wearing Sarah's clothes. So every time you see your wife in Sarah's clothes, you're thinking about Sarah. She's thinking about Sarah. Yes. So you can't even really enjoy your marriage because you're being haunted by your infidelity, your betrayal your jealousy you know
0: this is so weird because it seems like they can afford new clothes obviously yeah. it, it, it's it's some it's something wrong with craig craig ain't got them all today
1: and you thought y'all thought y'all were doing like it wasn't a problem for you because at first you thought that your wife wearing sarah's clothes around her was hurting her until her husband was until you realized people were laughing at you then it stopped being okay. So, before when y'all thought y'all were just hurting Sarah, it was fine. Yeah. But when you realize it wasn't hurting her and it was actually making you look like the goofy you are, then it's like, oh, well, now I gotta throw the clothes out. Yeah,
0: that's that's a great point because she's been doing it. hmm. And she said, Sarah, the whole time, I was like, oh my gosh, this woman ain't all dealt That's who your daddy wants. That's who your daddy wants. Hopefully, they have happy. Have a long, fruitful marriage.
1: So, this comment. Uh, got 4,000 upvotes this person said everyone sucks here well I mean you are an asshole but one thing you did right was sit on at the dress um what your wife did was is profoundly creepy and honestly you are a joke to let it happen this is some creepy horror movie behavior from your wife I can't believe you actually let her steal clothes from your ex and she wears the clothes and events your wife will see it this is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard of both of you um, oh both you and your current wife are the most likely the laughing stock of every event you arrive at because of yes, like I, we we all know y'all because y'all were in the same social group before you and the current wife got together like everybody knows you cheated on Sarah, you yeah. married one of her friends. We all laughing at you. <laughs> Uh, your wife literally comes to every event wearing your ex-wife's clothes.
0: Yeah, she tells she tells everybody. <laughs> everybody's talking about the same thing. You're like, hey, I know that with my dress, right, though?
1: Yeah, he said it doesn't matter how your wife looks in the in the clothes. Everybody's laughing at her. And you, Being an adult, act like a normal person, take some responsibility. You let your now wife bar your ex from getting her belongings. You allow this behavior. I get why you're, why people think you are a joke. Honestly that's the best anyone can think about this absolutely pathetic behavior you saved your wife for being embarrassed because i'm sure everyone who knew would be laughing at her why is your wife so obsessed with being your ex not looking better than her why is she cosplaying as your ex publicly pack up your ex's stuff um give it all away to your kids or donate it or give it to your ex um, that's a good point just give it back to her I mean she probably don't want it at this point she's moving on with her life and mm-hmm. somebody's been wearing it for the last six years but yeah. like
0: uh, <laughs> you, better, <laughs> you better check with them drawers are that have a feeling you um, cra- uh, know
1: I mean I feel like if I'm trying to go and be like I'm walking in the door and I want heads to turn I'm going to buy a new dress I'm yeah, not wearing mean, something that's six years
0: old <laughs> six years old and that you didn't buy yes oh.
1: Mm-hmm. so yeah everybody's saying either YTA or everyone sucks here and I have to say like I agree I think he got what he deserved like it's one thing to say I was married I genuinely fell in love with another person I feel bad that I hurt my former spouse especially when it's like I fell in love with my, you know, wife's best friend, but this is truly my soulmate. I've decided to, you know, live with this decision. This is the person I'm with. You know, this is the person that makes me happy. That's one thing. But he's not, I don't think he's doing that. I don't think he's, I don't think he fell in love with that woman because he even admitted, like, I probably moved her in too soon. It's not that situation. You could have, like, not married that woman. You could have met somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't get a happy ending.
0: No, no, you got a, you got a, a blah ending. You got the ending you probably deserved.
1: Though. Mm-hmm. You both deserve. Y'all, y'all won't be happy. You now with your soulmate. Neither one of y'all are. Mm-hmm. I think that was a good. I think that was a good. That's a good one. Ended on. That's why I probably got to lead it because
0: I know that was. <laughs> I know he. After them comments happened, he was like, "Oh boy."
1: Bro, mm-hmm. to get imagine getting, I mean, getting laughed at by your ex, who you obviously still have some type of feeling, good or bad. You yeah. have some type of emotional feeling toward that person. For she, sure. You see them with their new spouse. Sarah getting money, so you know she look good. She's telling her she's making more money than both of them. She probably married up. Mm-hmm. She probably married a guy who was like a better husband than this other guy ever was. She happy. She glowing. She walking down the beach looking great in her new resort wearing. And then here come you and your wife mm-hmm. and Sarah's six-year-old bikini. Do, 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 right. Do, do. And her husband cracks a joke on you and everybody laughs. <laughs> like...
0: mm-hmm. You gotta eat it, man. Easy. <laughs> I, man uh, I just give the the plan. I bet we can we leave, we leave you in that uh, 30 minutes. Get your bag
1: packed. Your ex-wife's new husband getting jokes off on you. <laughs> mm-hmm, been a <it> long <laughs> time. It's your, it's your daughter's wedding. <laughs> your oh. <done. laughs>
0: we got Sarah too.
1: I mean, when I say humiliating with a capital H, but yeah, that, was, that was a um, props to Sarah. I hope Sarah and her new husband are flourishing. You know, I hope the kids are flourishing. And I hope that husband gets rid of the rest of the clothes and they make the best of what they have.
0: Yes. And any last words for the people?
1: Oh, no. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, If you have any questions, oh, first of all, please be sure to Leave us a five star review on iTunes. See, All the reviews boost us and the ratings and helps other people find the show.
0: Yeah, five five because we're the best. Six if you can. Um, <laughs> go to go to the Twitter. We're mm-hmm. at at that's a underscore tough one.
1: Mm-hmm. At,
0: that's at that's a underscore tough one.
1: And we are also on Instagram at that's a tough one pod. That's a tough one pod.
0: Shit. Yeah, y'all go over there and follow us, man. Follow us, like it.
1: Yeah. Send us in your, you know, your interesting stories you want to hear us discuss. Your questions, your interesting experiences that you think we'll break down and have a good time with. Yeah. But besides that,
0: enjoy mm-hmm. it. Morning, afternoon, good night. Until next time. Bye.